0: Well, we just talked to Griff about Georgia and Dylan Rayola and Carson Beck and the roster, all of the above. We're going to do the same with Gator Dave. Do you have any drama the level of Dylan Rayola right now at Florida? Yeah, Bill. Um,
1: (laughs) Trevor E.T. hit the portal last week. Yep. You know, and um, Georgia could be his next stop. So, talking about drama <laughs> and some, uh, and maybe even heighten that rivalry just a little bit more. Um, so, you know, Florida could be losing one of their top playmakers. I mean, it certainly looks like they're losing to the portal uh, unless something changes, but I don't think that'll change. And um, Georgia certainly seems to be one of the main talking schools that could be his next stop, maybe Alabama, Ohio State in there too, Bill. But, Bill, I went back and looked at my messages um, November sixteenth is when I got the first inclination that that might happen. You know, season was still going on. Uh, now we already know the season was trending, uh, not you know, in not in a good way for Florida. But uh, you know, it didn't come about when the portal opened or last week when it was announced. Uh, you know, this uh, this had been kind of going on behind the scenes for a little bit.
0: What about the defensive end? And I always screw his name up, but Princely. <laughs> What's going yeah. on there?
1: Um. So,
0: yeah, Bill, he entered the portal as well
1: for, for uh, the ones out there wondering what we're talking about. And, look, I mean, that was Florida's best, if not best, one of the best defensive players there. And, you know, the stack numbers weren't there, Bill, but he had a lot of pressures and probably just needed more help there on the defensive line. Uh, but entering the portal as well, and he's not ruling out returning to Florida. I, I don't see it likely, Bill, but he's not ruling it out, but it, it was kind of funny. He was at the SEC championship game uh, between Alabama and Georgia, um, so, and I know I had heard some whispers that maybe Alabama uh, might be interested uh, there, but also I know Lane Kiffin was in Gainesville uh, at the end of last week, I believe. And now Ole Miss's name has just surprisingly come out of nowhere for, for Lee. So it uh, looks like I think he's going to be visiting there either today or sometime this week. Uh, so Ole Miss is a school to watch there, Bill. So, yeah, I mean, you know, really really tough when you go 5-7 and seven for Billy Napier and guys that could be on your roster next year that were a good part of your team this year probably won't be on your roster next year.
0: Obviously, the running backs a big loss. Running backs are not terribly difficult to find, but he was a good running back. I am certainly not trying to demean that situation, but is is there any addition by subtraction here or not? I don't think so, Bill. Uh,
1: and I do agree with you. And it, I've had this conversation with a lot of Gator fans too, and you know that that has come up. Well, you know, it's, it's running back, and it, I will give Billy Napier credit. You know, he. He seems to find some running backs. Uh, and look, Trevor Etienne basically outplayed his recruiting ranking. I mean, he was only a three-star coming out of Louisiana, and, and certainly you know, the staff saw something in him, and he came in right away as a true freshman. Um, I think the running back position, Bill, is valued more in the Billy Napier offense. So I think you can go the other way with that. Yeah, the position overall is probably not as valued uh, as it once was, but in Billy Napier offense, I still think it is uh so you know montreal johnson doesn't like he'll be coming back for florida bills so you'll have you'll have him you know it's the stats have pretty much been equal between the two guys the last two years uh but still i think you're missing that proven home run threat uh montreal johnson you're not the 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 big home run hitter and he'll, he'll get a lot of chunk runs now don't get me wrong but you know the 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 huge runs that made a you know that just kind of seemed to come out of nowhere would would be the Trevor Etienne run. So yeah, Trayon Webb uh, he from here from here from Jacksonville, he's still on the roster. And then you know Florida with um, Kane and Daniels, a, a running back commit uh, that should be in this class. And then they're looking to add maybe Jaden Ball, uh, who was on campus this past weekend, who visited Alabama this weekend uh, as well. So um, they got some options there, Bill. But you still, I think, what you've been able to see from Trevor E.T. in the last couple of years, I do think um, it would hurt this Florida offense. But, uh, Bill, a point I was actually thinking about this morning a little bit, uh, I had Graham Mertz on the podcast uh, last week. And this might be – next year might be the first time I think Billy Napier could say his best two players going into a season on offense – might be a quarterback and a wide receiver instead of a running back. When you got Graham Mertz coming back and you got Trey Wilson, the true freshman wide receiver, he'll be in his second season next year. Uh, and look, that's the best playmaker Florida has. Ricky Pearsall gone, with Trevor Etienne gone, uh, that's you know that that's the playmaker for offense. So I do wonder, you know, does Billy Napier change the offense a bit? Does he open it up a little bit more with Graham Mertz and Wilson? Given that they're the, his two best options on the on, on the offensive side of the football now.
0: I look at the recruiting rankings for the class of 24. They're ranked fifth still.
1: They are. And Bill, I think that's where these, this next week is just going to be so integral. So, I mean, so important for Florida. Can they hold off guys from flipping? And the biggest one right now is Xavier me the safety out of Texas. Uh, he'll visit Texas this coming up weekend. Florida's going to go in home with him this week. Billy Napier will be there. Also an Armstrong defensive coordinator. new Newly hired defensive back coach Will Harris will be meeting for the first time. Bill, I, I think if you ask me right now, the flip probably happens, but I don't think it's a shut door that he'll automatically flip to Texas right now. It, it looks that way, uh, and I would predict that flip to happen. But maybe this last ditch effort for Florida uh, keeps him in here. So, yeah, you know, that, that's one to look out for. Um and Amaris Williams, I, know, I keep bringing his name up, and maybe Florida might hold off here, Bill. They, they might not. Uh, they, they might keep him in, in this class when it looked like maybe at one time he would flipped to, um, Ohio State at at, at one time. But Austin Armstrong, Jay Bateman, Mike Peterson, really getting, uh, involved here down the stretch, and really might keep him in the class here. Uh, for 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 this defense that kind of you know, Bill had lost some guys due to the flips and decommitments in the recent um, in in the recent months. I think uh Maris Williams in the end might actually stay here for, for 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 the Gators. So and then one more big target. They could add Bill Zay Mincy, the cornerback, add him to his teammate LJ McCray out of Daytona. Uh the visits coming up this week, probably Thursday for those two guys, keeping LJ McRae in the fold and also trying to get Zay Mincy in the fold. Uh and so right now Bill's still, you know, Probably a better class than what they should have after going 5-7. and Uh, And we'll see if they can hang on to some guys and maybe add some guys here uh, with about a week left. Joe
0: down in Boca wants to know, Gator Dave, are there any whispers about A.D. Strickland and his job security?
1: Not that I can gather, Bill. And I know that's uh, a really popular subject right now given the struggles and you know we've talked about it before and any decision on Billy Napier you know I don't think will necessarily come from him I think his job is tied to Billy Napier he won't get a chance to hire a third football coach Uh, you know that's that's just marking failure over and over again Uh, and I don't think Florida administration can necessarily allow that to happen again um, so I don't hear anything on Strickland, but Bill, I just think, you know, there'd be a little bit of patience on his end of doing anything with Billy Napier because of, I think his job's tied to it. So right now, Bill, nothing behind the scenes on, on Strickland. And I mean, look, I think obviously, I think putting it together, Bill, we can see he, he knows this pressure. He knows Billy Napier probably has to win uh, next year, make it look better next year, or, you know, possibly his job is on the line as well.
0: You cannot fail more than once in hiring a head football coach on that level. You just can't. Right. You can't.
1: Uh, and, and Especially the way this one supposedly happened, Bill, if you want to go behind the scenes a bit, it was Billy Napier and Billy Napier only. You know, If the reports are true, Lincoln Riley was interested in Florida maybe or Brian Kelly was interested in Florida maybe and you only had one target, you met Billy Napier and he was your guy. Okay, well, you know, I think that probably in the end sticks it even more uh, that, uh, you know, this is the guy you identified and it just, you know, in the end didn't work out.
0: Brian Kelly, I think, obviously got the LSU job, not a problem, huge job. But let's just say that Florida job was afforded him. He would have taken it in a second. He he had done all he could do at Notre Dame. He wanted a monster state U with resources and recruiting, that would have been a gold mine for him.
1: Yeah, Bill, I and mean, I, I think you know those two will always be linked because Billy Napier was in the state of Louisiana as well, and it doesn't seem like LSU had much interest in, in Billy Napier, so that was always a storyline too, was right. Brian Kelly going to LSU instead, Billy Napier going to Florida in the same year. Uh, and right, you know, so far it's not, it hadn't even been close. <laughs> Brian Kelly and LSU doing you know, what they have to have the last couple of years, and going to the SEC championship game last year, and having a Heisman winner this year. Uh, so, yeah, it hasn't even been a close comparison uh, at, at all. So, far And Bill, I think part of that is kind of the direction uh, both decided to go as well. And you know, I, I think he Brian Kelly turned that LSU roster over a bit more than what Billy Napier did at Florida. Didn't rely on the portal as much. Here, here at Florida, so I think uh, you know they, they did it two different ways as well, and you and you saw it pay off for LSU much more so than it paid off for Napier in Florida. So, yeah, I, I think when you start looking, you know, it's not just Billy Napier going five and seven and then six and seven last year. It's just what well, you know what happened outside of that when you know, uh, th- the pathway could have been a bit different, and you start comparing a little bit as well, and even the comparisons aren't too good.
0: You're around it every day. I'm not around Florida like you every day, but my perception is the fan base is very fidgety. They're very uneasy right now. Yeah, they, they are, Bill,
1: and, and rightfully so. Uh, you, yeah, know, I can't, correct. You, you can't sell blind hope and blind faith after two seasons like this. It's now maybe at the most positive way right now. might actually be just kind of wait and see. Uh, but right now, I think a lot of people – they'll have more questions than they thought they would have after two years uh in the direction of this going. You know, the 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 record in and of itself, I, I think, you know, at the base level would get most of the fan base there. But now, you know, not, you know, some some of the decommitments in this class. And then of course, losing a player like Trevor Etienne. Bill, I think the message behind that a little bit is, hey, you decided just talking about roster building, you decided to hit high school recruiting hard. You decided to give a whole lot of young guys a lot of reps in year one and year two, and then for one of your best players, you're not going to get to see the pay, that payoff in year three. And that's what you were building toward. That's what you were building for, and now that's a hard sell when you don't get to see the payoff of one of your best players. So uh, I think not. You know, just besides record, Bill, uh, maybe the way the recruiting class is trending and one of your best players hitting the portal uh, I think is a hard sell for a lot of Gator Nation. What's the top
0: need? And or get that Florida has to have here down the stretch.
1: Well, Bill, I mean, we should definitely talk about they. They got a JUCO defensive lineman commit yesterday uh, that they absolutely needed. Uh, Brian Brian Taylor, yeah, uh, he's from 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 Blend, Uh If people uh, that JUCO in, in Texas, so it's where Cam Newton came from. So maybe maybe a little bit of, uh, a good hope there. But uh, Bill, he was, I think, he twenty four seven Sports had him the number three. Duco defensive lineman Uh, seemed to be a decision between Florida and Georgia here down the stretch. Florida had him on campus this week. Georgia's got plenty of options at defensive line. They were still interested, Bill, and would have taken him from everything I can gather. Uh, But Georgia's got a lot of options there. And Florida's probably can offer a lot more playing time (laughs) right now, given the situation. Uh, So uh, 13 games, 39 total tackles, two sacks, nine and a half for loss the last couple of years. Uh, so they got that there. Um, and then um, they had uh, Joey Slackman uh, was pinned defensive lineman, one of the top defensive lineman options in the transfer portal. He was on campus this past week and Michigan and North Carolina not seem to be his next stops. He's really going the academic way here, Bill, of course, coming from an Ivy League school. <laughs> you kind of expect him to continue that. So Florida, Michigan, North Carolina uh, kind of seem to be his top options. Had a visit to Florida this past weekend. It went well but it does seem like he's going to do his due diligence and taking visits and bill for the transfer portal. That doesn't usually work out. Well, The, the first visit, if you don't get that commitment after the first visit, you may not get it. So, uh, but that—that's it, Bill. It's defensive line where Florida really has to build some depth there. Get some playmakers there. There, get some difference makers there. Uh, and then offensive line. And got to kind of circle back around on that one a bit, Bill. Looks like this might be a big weekend coming up for Florida offensive line. From everything I'm hearing, so got to got to trying to dig a little bit deeper and maybe uh, some of the names that Florida's bringing in this weekend uh, to get some depth on the offensive line as well.
0: Dave, tell everybody how they can get your work.
1: Yeah, Bill GatorsBreakdown.com. Everybody can find uh, Gators Breakdown episodes and articles there. Uh, if they missed it, it, had Graham Mertz on the podcast Bill uh, last Thursday, uh, so that kind of hit out you know major major last Friday. So if anybody wants to listen to me and Graham Mertz talk about thirty minutes, that was a, a pretty good interview and a lot more on the uh, Will Harris hire, Florida's new DB coach. Good stuff, man.
0: All right, Bill. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. There he is, Gator Dave. We'll see him next week. Patrick in the nine one two over in Georgia. Bill, I think Griff gets his info from the Georgia student newspaper. Georgia's biggest need is defensive line. Everybody knows this except Griff, obviously. <laughs> All right, we're clear. For things just like this, yes, we're clear. Two days, we'll be at the Omni. Commitments. I don't even know what number it is. You'd think the host would know this. Presented by, yeah, the Omni Nashville Hotel.